listening to the First Step Podcast with your host, Jalisa Jun. A new episode starts right now. So you've taken the leap, became an entrepreneur, you've registered your business, and published your website. Now, all that's left for you to do is to sit back and watch the sales roll in, right? <laughs> Wrong. Unfortunately, that's not how this works. Here is where the real work begins, and in today's episode, we'll be discussing some cost-effective strategies to help you find your first set of customers. It is said that sales is the lifeblood of any business, and obviously, without it, a business will have no revenue, won't be able to pay its expenses or employees, and eventually, that business will fail. But as a new entrant into the marketplace, No one is really aware that you exist or even what products you sell. You have no social proof, no online reviews. You have no brand advocates that are constantly talking about you with their network of friends. And the bottom line is you need to generate sales to stay in business. But just how do you go about doing this when no one knows about you? Well, I penned the top five strategies or steps I've personally used to get the ball rolling in my own company, and I'm excited to share them with you guys today. The first strategy is to reach out to your network. The obvious first choice when you're looking for your first customers should be people you already know. When you launch your business, you'll actually be surprised at how much your friends, your family, your colleagues, your neighbors, your dog, and basically everyone is willing to help you get the word out there about your business. So you should reach out to these people directly and tell them about your new venture. Tell them what your business is about and simply ask them to help you promote by reaching out to their own networks or posting about your business on social media. Now, since people trust people and we know that to be true, This word of mouth advocacy for your business right at the beginning should help you attract your first few set of customers and create awareness. Now, if that doesn't work, you're free to use strategy number two, which is leveraging partnerships. Leveraging partnerships is all about creating opportunities for yourself to put your business on the radar of more people who are not from your direct network of friends. So this is where you would collaborate with other startups and thought leaders in your industry. You should reach out to them and say, hey, I noticed that we share the same target market. No, you don't want to reach out to people who are selling similar products as you. You just want to reach out to people who have a similar target market as you, but selling a different product, right? Right. And you're going to ask them to collaborate. Now, the collaboration could be as simple as giving each other shout outs or hosting a shared giveaway together, or it could be more complex like creating a limited edition product, right? That is based on your two companies. Another thing you'd want to do is reach out to key people of influence who have a larger audience base than you and offer to send them a free product in exchange for an online review or a social media mention of your business. If that doesn't work, guys, don't worry. Strategy number three, host an event. 
A great way to reduce cognitive dissonance around your brand is to host an event. Give people the opportunity to experience your product or service for themselves before they buy. Seek to change their perspectives on your business and reduce their doubts about the effectiveness of your products. If you own a brick and mortar shop, it should be easy for you to host an event and an obvious first event should be a launch party for your business where you invite the public as well as media outlets. At the event, just briefly explain the story behind your brand and offer trials of whatever product you sell or discounts. If you own an online business, try hosting a one-day pop-up shop and you can do that uh, at your home if that makes you, you know, if you're comfortable with that or you can host pop-up shop events at local trade shows and uh, markets. You can invite attendees or passerbys to sample your products, test the quality, and offer an irresistible incentive for persons who make a purchase. So at my pop-up shop events, just to give you an example, I usually give every person who has made a purchase a free gift bag, and it's full with little goodies, you know, like, a lip balm, compact mirror, chocolate, and a business card, of course, that has my social media handles and my website. And I've even seen other businesses at these local markets give away keychains and pens and things like that with their company name on it just for people checking out their booth or their table, not for even making a sale. So, I mean, you can do something like that, but of course, it has to make sense for your business, right? Strategy number four, uh, I think, is somewhat important and there's so much debate about it, but I think you have to have, yeah, you have to have, you have to have some form of paid promotional strategy um, throughout your marketing mix and a great way to do that is through social media so you don't want to go printing flyers um, renting a billboard and things like that when you just launch a business because those things are a lot of money you can just invest in Facebook Instagram YouTube ads Google AdWords and things like that um, the ROI on social media ads can be very unfavorable if you don't know what you're doing so before running an ad or boosting a post Make sure you check out the platform's advertising guidelines and best practices because you don't want to end up wasting money on ads that don't get people to convert. And that is a lesson I had to learn the hard way. Okay, so make sure you research ideas on how to leverage creative and copy to get the most out of your advertising efforts on these platforms. The fifth strategy is our last strategy that we're going to talk about and I have saved the best for last because I think this one is the most important and this one is all about creating content around your brand. Content should clearly explain who you are, what you do, what your business is about, it should speak to the desires and motivations and problems that your customers have and you know it should tell them why they should care about your product essentially. Because today, 46% of consumers turn to online content 
when making purchase decisions and more and more people are learning about new products through their friends on social media or through a post on social media and I think it goes without saying that content creation and social media is a big part of a firm's success these days and your goal bear in mind is not to create viral content but to create the type of content that persuades your potential audience that your product is the solution they're looking for basically right and those are my top five strategies or steps or whatever you want to call it to finding your first set of customers but I really want to know which one of these strategies you have used or currently using and which ones you are most excited to try. So be sure to message me on Instagram at Company or connect with me on LinkedIn at Jum. Remember, new episodes of the First Step podcast air every Monday morning at 6 a.m. And I'm so happy to ramble on and on and on with you guys. So see you in my next one. Podcast with Julie Sajan. New episodes there every Monday morning at 6 a.m.